Thank you so much for being here this morning. You can be seated. Um, my name's Michelle, in case you don't know. Um, we are a campus of Winchester Church of God. We've been here seven years as of last Sunday, kind of snuck by us, so that's exciting. Um, been through a lot this past year, but we're still here. We're still moving forward and just so thankful to see new faces coming back and um, just getting past the restrictions and worshiping God. Amen. Um, what I'd like to do before I speak um, is ask our kids ministry leader to come up, Miss Tammy. She has um, each year helped us reach out. We connect with um, some of the managers of the local motels here, and it's really on all of our hearts to give to the families. Um, they are connected to our Royal Love Food Pantry, so they're getting food each month. Um, but any special occasion like Christmas and Easter, um, Miss Tammy loves to be able to give to those kids as well as we do here. So just uh, welcome her to the stage. reaching out to one um, motel this year. We've kind of linked in with Parkside, which if you're not sure where that's at, it's out. Um, as you go to Skyline Drive, it sets up on the left-hand side, right past where Simon Petries, those of you old Front Royalians know where that is. Um, we, we've kind of just connected with them. So this is they are our focus for this Easter. Um, all of the children's baskets have been claimed. So what is back there will be um, gender-neutral adult baskets. Um, we decided adults need to be kind of spoiled, too, for holidays. So um, for the list, I've, I put a list back there if you want to take a screenshot of it. But some of the suggestions are shampoo and conditioner. Um, toothbrush, toothpaste, deodorant, combs, brushes, body wash, razors, chapstick, hand sanitizer, hand cream, lotions. Um, think of if you were living in a motel, what you would need. I saw come through Facebook yesterday, which Facebook isn't always true, I know, but I really think this probably is. Um, motel residency has jumped tremendously since the pandemic because people have lost their homes so just think about if you had to leave your home and you found yourself living in a motel things you might need and it's okay to put in some fun Easter stuff too so um, Susie will be here on April the 3rd which is the Saturday before Easter between 11 and 12 to get the baskets from you Susie um, if you can't get them back to church before then, then that, that's your drop-off time. And then after that, they will be delivered to Parkside. If you have any questions, just reach out to me, um, and I'll see if I can answer them for you. All right, thank you, guys. Thank you so much. That's awesome. The kids' baskets are already taken, so let's spoil the adults as well, because they want candy, too, so... Um, let's pray over tithe and offering. We um, 
have a box over there at the Welcome Center. You can also give on royaloakchurch.com slash give um, for those listening to our podcast. Um, so let's pray over that. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to come together. Lord, as, as your church body, your family, whether we've been here seven years or this is our first time, God, we are family. Lord, I just thank you for the opportunity to give, to continue to have a place of worship and to be able to give to our community who is going to need help more than ever now. We just pray that everything is given, that you just bless those. And Lord, we just ask that you just multiply what's given so that we can glorify you and focus on your kingdom. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. So again, thank you so much for being here. It's so nice. Yes. Sure. Hanging on to peace eternal. That's awesome. Hope. That's awesome. And that's a lot of uh, my message for today. It's been a very interesting week. You're probably wondering where our drummer slash pastor is. Um, I sent him up on the skyline. He worked about 50 hours this work week, and then yesterday another 17 some, I don't know what it is, but something crashed and he was on the phone for till about 10.30 last night. So um, thankfully the same God that speaks to him speaks to me and he will get his message through. And I really pray that uh, you're encouraged by this. So um, we've been talking about restoration um, and then we're going to be talking about hope as well. But in the past, we've been focusing on our identity, which is first and foremost, because once you know who you are, which is a child of God, um, we know that his love covers us. It never changes. It never goes away. Um, and really, our relationship needs to be first, because from that, everything flows. So we've been learning about our identity and um, restoration. For me, what I felt like the Holy Spirit's been kind of speaking this whole week is focusing our eyes on his kingdom. Um, we restore when we are focused on him. And that is to surrender. It's also to be open and allow the Holy Spirit to shape and mold us. So that might sound a little different, you know, restoration, you think inward, and I have to heal myself and get through things, which, yes, we do, but it's only through the Holy Spirit. And it's only a peace that is just so deeply rooted within us, no matter what comes our way, it keeps us grounded. Um, and as we get closer to Easter... I just want to just keep reminding us, just like what we sang about was hope, God's hope. And we know who we are in Christ and being restored. It's time to take that hope and continue to share it with others. We don't want to keep Christ's hope. And he says in Mark 16, 15, the call of Christ for everybody who is a Christ follower 
is to go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. Luke 14, 23, then the master said to the servant, go out into all the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. In Matthew 28, 19, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. So we might feel like this is something I kind of listened to this past week. Um, I don't follow a lot of people. As you guys know, I am not on social media. I don't have the Messenger app and not on Instagram. Any of that um, just for my own personal reasons. Um, there are people that I love to learn from, obviously. We never stop learning. Um, we have our, our mentors and pastors of Winchester Church of God, um, Daryl and Pauline, um, and obviously my husband. But I do listen to Christine Kane. I don't know if you're familiar with her. Um, I really enjoy her because she stays in God's word. It's not about her popularity and uh, stuff and channel and all these things um, I think people can get lost in. But she kind of talked about coming out of a fog of 2020. Does everyone feel like we were kind of in a fog, right? <laughs> the whole world changed and um, I heard a lot of people say, well, 2021, when it gets here, everything's going to be different. It's going to change. It's going to be great. But we're still kind of left in some fog. Um, thankfully, things are getting better. Um, we have been watching um, the positivity rates here in Warren County, which is going lower and lower, thankfully. And we do want to say, which I forgot to say in the beginning, is we can remove the restriction of not gathering in. So we can gather before and after service. If you're comfortable, um, we are still going to be requiring masks. And we appreciate you guys doing that and kind of looking past that and just coming in and worshiping the Lord. So yay to know having to gather outside on the sidewalk. So that's so encouraging. Um, it is not something John and I want to do is have restrictions when we come into church at all. Um, but we want to take care of the entire congregation. So sometimes those decisions are not the best. But anyway, so we're talking about a fog and coming out of that, and we're still kind of in it. Um, this past year, it was really all things that were out of our control. And as human beings, we don't like that. We like to be in control. Um, but between the pandemic, politics, there's a lot of loss that has been heartbreaking, a lot of illnesses, um, division, and what they're calling a canceling culture. That's a lot on top of just living our lives. But I want to remind you today, and I really feel like the Holy Spirit is wanting to remind us that God's not surprised by one thing that has happened from the past years, oops, sorry, and the future. Um, I'm going to knock that out. Um, and I really believe that it happened for a reason. There's always a reason. God is still in control. It just matters where we keep 
our focus. And that's the heart of um, what I want to say today. It's we can look to who's leading the nation. We can focus on our fear of the unknown, which is real. Um, we can take our facts, like Miss Tammy said, from social media, which is not always true, um, and news stations. And I really, coming out of this year, I really kept thinking to myself, just even as a pastor, this is difficult. This is exhausting. We're tired. How are we supposed to keep moving on? Um, and you can really sink into discouragement. Um, but then I need to remind myself that's letting the circumstance control me instead of allowing God to get me through my circumstances. We need to remember that God is our shepherd and he's all that we need. So we're kind of putting life back together and, and trying to see it from a different perspective and being reminded again that with our eyes focused on God, all that can change. Um, in Isaiah 66, 9, it says, in the same way, I will not cause pain without allowing something new to be born, says the Lord. And that's what I'm praying over, is just the new. Um, still walking through this town, I am still seeking God about our next step as a church, whatever that may be. Um, like I've said to some of you, God's going to show up and wow us. I just know it. And it's going to be unique. Um, and I, I really have been feeling, too, that, and this is just my personal opinion, I can be completely wrong, but the deceit that we're seeing has really always been there. It just has a light shine, shine on it at this time. So I want to remind you of what the Lord spoke to me over a year ago, and I've said this before, and I will keep saying it, especially to myself, God kept saying, protect your time with your heavenly Father. Matthew 6, 6 says, But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray to your heavenly Father in private. Then your Father, who sees everything, will reward you. So you hear, close the door in private. I mean, we had a, quite a few months of shut in and shut down and don't leave your house and... Um, I mean, I have to be honest, at first I was freaking out. I, I don't like that. I know a lot of people don't. Um, I get very claustrophobic and um, really just started focusing on that. But then I needed to remember, who am I focusing on? Am I taking in the news and everybody that's just scared? And yes, it was scary. But then I remember the Lord saying to me over and over again, protect your time with me. And what better way to do that than to have our world closed down and we're all in our homes? You know, what did we do with that time? God does not waste anything, especially circumstances where he can be alone with you. He's a jealous God. And I'm not discounting all the illness, like I said, and the seriousness of what people have gone through. There's been people in here that have been affected by it affected by loss, I'm still seeing it, and it's, it's hard. It's, it can get discouraging, and it has definitely broken our hearts. 
And I'm not saying that God, you know, chose this pandemic so he can close down the world and we can be alone with him. But what I'm saying is that we can always take what's given to us, whether it be good or tough, and change it around to glorify God, no matter what's in front of us. And today, I want to make that choice to come out of that fog, to focus, um, to refocus, to renew, and to um, focus on our hope that's in Christ. Some of us may be feeling uncertainty. Um, like I said, misled by people it depends on who we're listening to. Um, people have lived in fear. Or we might even just choose to just stay home and I'm going to be comfortable and keep myself isolated. But really, I feel like now is the time to rise up and set our minds on things above, not on earthly things. To remember who you are and the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. And I want to just share just a quick kind of story that happened to me this week. Um, it was, could have been very tragic, but thankfully it did not. Um, heading to, towards Winchester, coming over the second bridge, um, and I saw a young man um, climbing over the side of the bridge and hanging on just by his arms. And I just instantly just prayed in the spirit and called out to God and praying in tongues and trying to wrap my mind around what I was seeing. I could not pull over because of all the traffic. I was in the left lane, but thank God there was another woman that got pulled over, started running back towards him, and I started doing a U-turn. As he saw her, he got off the side of the bridge, thank God, and she's just talking to him and helping him to refocus, and I just pulled over to the side of the bridge. People were honking, and um, there's just two, three complete strangers, and we're, the two of us just pouring into him. There's hope. There's hope. That's what God just kept telling me, and, and just to see this young man, and when you think about him, his name's Jonathan. He's 20 years old, and he is just alone. He's just completely alone, and it just just quicken my spirit again to keep our eyes focused on God. Be in the moment. Be connected to the Holy Spirit because you never know what's going to be put in front of you. Thankfully, somebody called the cops. They came. I asked them, are, like, are you guys all set with him? Because I wanted to just take him in, feed him, find him shelter, and, and they, they, they know what they're doing. So they took care of him. Um, but it, it was... It was a tough thing to see, and I'm just so thankful that at that moment, which I was running late that day, at that moment, God brought these two, us two women to, you know, pour some hope into him. Um, so these are the things that we're seeing. People are hurting more. They are struggling more. There's more uh, mental illness. Um, marriages have been affected. Alcoholism is rising. Um, due to what everyone's been through. So now is the time to keep restoring ourselves through Christ so that we can be out there and be a light and be aware of the people that need Christ because he is the only hope. He is the only hope. 
Um, the other thing, the, the Holy Spirit just shows me weird things sometimes, so I'm just going to be weird. Um, when I was listening to Christine Kane, she's talking about the fog, and I meant to grab an umbrella, but that's okay. Um, the Holy Spirit just showed each one of us, like just carrying a big umbrella over us, and that's kind of representing the fog. And we're all just kind of walking around with this, whatever it is that's over us. Everyone's different. Um, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, we just need to put that down so that God can continue pouring his spirit so that we can receive it. Um, in Matthew 5, 14 through 16, it says, you are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. This is why we're here. This is why John and I are here. We want to make sure you know who you are. We're, we're doing all that we can to help restore and get past all this. And then to come in on Sundays and just worship and encourage one another through God's word. It's all about bringing him glory. And honestly, the opportunity is so much easier now. Like I said, with, with people struggling, it's, it's so much easier to just change someone's day. It could be something as simple as something crazy as eye contact. You know, we're all masked and some people are huddled and afraid and um, just a conversation or hey, how are you doing? Um, I know my father-in-law is very good at that. Wherever he goes, he finds somebody to talk to. Um, but that really could change their, their whole outlook. Um, and it's not, about, it's not about, hey, I've got hope, I've got Jesus, you don't. It's not about bragging, it's about compassion. It's all about compassion. And the assurance that we have that lies in Jesus Christ. He never leaves us. He never gives up. And we need to hold on to that and be restored so that we can go into all the nations. And that's what people will be drawn to. So I want to pray, pray together today. I've been really excited. I love praying with all of you. Um, the other thing I've really been praying about too is just our daily life our daily life can change someone else's just by how we are living people are struggling it is real but we as Christ followers cannot let go of the hope we have in Jesus Christ we can't we need to walk around like I said to be in the moment to share his hope to share his compassion and maybe there's someone, you know, here today that I know I struggled with discouragement this, this past year, and um, it's been tough on a lot of leaders, uh, business owners, families, everyone. Um, maybe it's doubt, sadness, but only God can work through that. Only God. He can fill you with, 
with his strength and his wisdom. And the amazing thing is that he equips us. We're never put anywhere where God cannot reach us, where he cannot speak to us, or where he cannot change us. He is the almighty healer. He is the only one who makes our lights shine. So I want to end with this. It's from John 5. Afterward, Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish holy days. Inside the city, near the sheep gate, was the pool of Bethesda, with five covered porches. Crowds of sick people, blind, lame, or paralyzed, lay on the porches. One of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw him, he knew he had been ill for a long time. So he asked him, would you like to get well? I can't, sir, the sick man said, for I have no one to put me in the pool when the water bubbles up. Someone else always gets there ahead of me. Jesus told him, stand up, pick up your mat, and walk. Instantly, the man was healed. He rolled up his sleeping mat and began walking. That's Jesus still today. That is today. That is our hope. He is our healing. And he wants to ask you, do you want to get well? Do you want to keep moving forward? Do you want to share my hope and my love with others? And imagine that testimony of that one man that was healed. Imagine how many people he told, I was lame and now I walk because of Jesus Christ. And I know each one of us have testimonies like that. So I want to change our focus from what's going on. I want to take the opportunity to pray for you because I don't want to dismiss anything that anyone's going through. But I want to focus on get up and walk. It's time. So let's stand together, if you're able to. Um, we stand together as one and we pray and encourage um, because there's work to do. That never stops, just like Tammy had said. There, there's more people struggling, so we need to keep going and, and keep helping. So let's just close our eyes for a moment. Just listen to the Holy Spirit. Let's not rush this. I know it seems uncomfortable sometimes, but just let his presence settle on you. This is your time with him. And just with everyone's heads bowed and your eyes are closed, I just want to ask if there's anyone with a specific prayer need, just raise your hand. I'm right there with you. Raise your hand. I want to pray for each and every one of you, or maybe there's someone that you need to stand in prayer for. Thank you. Lord Jesus, we come before you today with thankful hearts. God, whatever the need is that was brought into here, whether they've raised their hand or not, God, you know the need. 
Lord, this has been a tough year for each and every one of us. We've been affected by it somehow. I just pray in this moment that you meet them right where they are. We don't have to change. We don't have to clean up. We don't have to be perfect. We can just come with our emotions and our issues and and even thankfulness, God. We come before you with all of that because you are worthy of our praise. God, I just pray that we stand before you and say, yes, we are willing to be healed because there is work to do. And we're here side by side helping each other through this life, this beautiful church family, God, that you have put together. You have called this. This is, this is not Winchester's. This is not mine. This is not John's. It's not our, our leaders, God. This is your people. God, just let your spirit just flow and meet them right where they are in this place, whether it's illness, whether it's been loss, disappointment, discouragement. We've had enough. We just pray against that in the name of Jesus that the enemy flees and we change our focus on Jesus Christ and his eternal kingdom. God, we thank you and praise you for the miracles that are happening even in this moment that we walk out of here just strengthened and renewed and filled with hope only Jesus Christ can give us. And as we enter into this time of year with, with celebrating your resurrection, God, we remember that there's nothing else you need to do for us. You died. You rose again. You've given us your victory. And we walk in that today. Thank you, Jesus. I just pray that if there's anyone here that just feels like they need to start something new, God, just, just bring it forth. Help us as a church to come together as a group to help make that happen. Thank you for this church and these beautiful people in their hearts, for you and for others. Just bless them and their families that are represented here today. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for being here today. I pray that this has encouraged you. I pray you get to walk out of here with some more hope. Um, and please speak to me if there is something that you want to do that maybe we're not doing. Um, we are always open for that. Thank you and have a great day.